Hello and welcome back to the Elevated Self podcast where we combine science and spirituality to redefine holistic nourishment. I'm your host Crystal Ryan and my intention with each episode is for you to come away with a deeper connection to and understanding about yourself to generate a truly transformational human experience. I'm so grateful you're taking time out of your day to listen, learn and grow. So let's get woo woo on our journey to your elevated self. Hey beautiful, beautiful people, super stoked just to be having a little yarn with you guys today. This is going to be a little solo nugget and something that I've been endeavoring through for quite some time now and I am such an open book and so anyone that asks me, well I'll always share the ins and the outs of my journey but I've been feeling a lot of our friend resistance popping up when it comes to actually talking about this on here. Um, which I think is all the more reason that I need to jump on and have a chat about it. Essentially, I really want to chat about the connection between the mind and the body and specifically focusing on stress. This is something that I have been endeavoring through and I think the more that we readily talk about it, the more we can realize trends in our own life and be able to share resources and be able to share experiences to inspire others basically. To really start it all out I just want to bring it all back to the reality that there is an intelligence in every cell and what we're going to talk about today is (laughs) we're going to get a little bit vulnerable, a little bit fruity, it's going to be some bodily parts talked about Um, so yeah just being open. and understanding that, yeah, there is intelligence in every cell. And any kind of disease or pain is is an indicator that we need to pay attention to. It's a messenger that's just not going to go away if it's ignored or, you know, if you have medication, it can temporarily silence it, but it's never actually going to leave your body unless we listen to it. The pills and the treatments can just numb and later avoid it. But it's just like someone if they, you know, healed from something like cancer, but if they don't address the anger and the resentment that um, brought it to them in their life, then it will just re-manifest. And I say that from a place of love and I know some things like that can be hard to hear, but for every physical manifestation we have, it was first created from a thought. And I really wholeheartedly believe that that we subconsciously or consciously create Uh, physical disease in our body and it all comes back to actually using the body as a way of understanding what's going on in our life and understanding maybe the mental patterns that are going on for us and and looking at where we can heal because these meat sacks that we live in (laughs) we can often you know nitpick them and negate them but our bodies are just such incredible beautiful things that are capable of talking to us and communicating with us and it all comes back to actually just listening and being aware of what's going on in our body. So what I really want to focus on is stress. <laughs> it's so commonly talked about, but the severity is not usually addressed or it's kind of just brushed off or so readily talked about that to me it just kind of sounds like noise. But to give you guys a little bit of a backstory. Um, essentially there is your vagus nerve which runs from your gut to your brain with lots of branches coming off it and basically that connects all your important organs 
and then therefore it's responsible for controlling your central nervous system. So any kind of reaction or response to the world around you, basically. So when your vagus nerve becomes activated, you enter your defense system, so your fight or flight mode, which is otherwise called your sympathetic nervous system. So this is where chemicals are released. Um, Essentially, your body believes it's under a perceived threat to your well-being. So it releases chemicals in this short burst as like a survival mechanism. And this creates a whole bunch of responses in your body. So your heart rate goes up, your blood gets diverted to your extremities. Um, For all you know, your central nervous system thinks that you need to run away from a tiger. Um, Pain begins to no no longer register. You no longer focus on um, your internal reality. You're only focused on what your senses pick up because that's where the danger lives. And for some people, like, definitely can resonate with this, we almost, like, take off in our spaceship. So, basically, you have your fight, flight, or your freeze response. Um, And your freeze response can look like you're you're here physically, but you're not mentally here. You're essentially taken off in your little spaceship. um, And, yeah, you've kind of disconnected from your body. Because you're just operating in this response to your external environment, right? And this is all amazing, you know, short term, if we had to run from a tiger or we have to do something really, really quickly. But over time, our bodies really start to deteriorate when we're constantly living in this fight or flight state. So this long-term stress fully deregulates the production of healthy genes. It's lowering our immunity Um, Because all the blood and energy is diverted away from our core, there goes our digestion system. And basically we just have this lower, lower standard and level of health and lower ability to connect with ourselves and connect with the world around us. Our bodies also become addicted to this chemical residue. Which sounds um, fruity, <laughs> but it's it's all a subconscious process. You're not consciously saying, oh yeah, I, I want to be stressed and oh yeah, I want to be in this fearful state. It's, it's all subconscious. It's in your cells, right? And so you start searching your external environment to reaffirm your addiction. Um, so you're continuously seeking out stressful scenarios or how you can take on more work or, um, you know, be more busy, things like that. So this is actually why for the stressful people, meditation can be really, really hard. I remember trying to meditate uh, when I was in my my uh, stressful time, um, well, actually for the majority of my life. And I would sit down and I would just get so frustrated because I just couldn't um, quote unquote quiet my monkey mind and I was just so frustrated and angry and then I would just give up and it's on a um, biochemical level, it was because my body was so desperately wanting that fix of chemical addiction um, and that fix of chemical emotions that it was searching all my senses for that like familiar past and that unpredictable future. Um, sorry, that predictable future. And it was basically searching for all these things that it didn't have because when we're meditating, we're in the present moment, right? And all our intention um, and energy is here in the present moment. 
So I was basically feeling all this frustration and feeling all this uh, anger and resentment towards meditation because it was doing exactly what my body needed me to do. But on a biochemical level, my body did not like it. (laughs) But obviously that comes with time and practice. Um, I found as well, we start to create identities when we're in this constantly stressed state. So I had the identity that I'm a busy person or I'm a stressful person. And I was constantly looking for ways to be busier and take on more work um, and like understand, yeah, understand how I could be more and do more. And yeah, it was just this vicious cycle, really. Learning and reflecting back now, a lot of it was avoidance of emotion and distracting myself uh, from actually going inward and, and dealing with Maybe the things that I've chucked at the back of the wardrobe (laughs) that I've thrown heaps of clothes over that I don't want to look at ever again. Um, So basically becoming aware of all of this, I started to, um, well, I started to become aware of all of this, but I also started to really seek out and listen to books that started coming into my life. And there was this one book that came into (laughs) synchronicity of... um, it literally appeared in my life like three times in a week. It was crazy. I don't know if you guys ever get that with books. Like, please read them because there is a sign <laughs> they, are, they are needing to be read in your life. They are so important. Um, so Louise Hay, Auntie Lou, lovely lady, her Heal Your Life book came into my life. This was maybe a month ago now. And she is such a strong advocate for the mind-body connection awareness and understanding that every physical manifestation has an underlying mental pattern that has created it. And when looking at her work and relating it back to my past injuries um, and physical manifestations that I had in the past like year and a half, it just all makes so, so much sense. So let's flip it back uh, around like two two years ago, I've been out of university for a year and a half now. So sorry, let's go back a year and a half. Just finished university. (laughs) Uh, Felt awesome. However, no one prepares you for finishing university. I feel like everyone's like, yeah, university's starting it. You know, it's so scary. Like, you know, you've got to have everything ready. But honestly, I found finishing university absolutely terrifying finally I didn't have someone you know telling me what to study or what to do or what to devote myself to and I just felt so lost and crippled with self-doubt that you know what I was doing was enough or um, what to do and uh, oh I need to have you know a career exactly to do with my degree I was always like asking my mom for her acceptance and that that bloody P word, (laughs) that proud word, (laughs) Um, just like always checking in, like, you know, and what what I'm doing is enough, like, what should I be doing, like, always asking other people what I should be doing, because I was just so unsure of myself and so disconnected from myself, I was living literally paycheck to paycheck, um, and always worried about money, and essentially, like, whether I was enough, basically, so this is, like, beginning of the year, Uh, And I was training super hard. So hit boxing like six days a week. And on top of all this financial uh, stress, as well as like just feeling so lost and all the stress of uh, my mental patterns, I 
developed a really terribly painful and very restricting lower back injury and it would limit me a lot from like standing long periods of time especially when I was working like late nights at a bar and just had this back injury basically that was constantly there I would go to physio appointments and I would do my stretches and do all these things all except slow down (laughs) Um, and reflecting back now with the knowledge from Louise Hay's book lower back all relates to lack of money and fear of money or feeling burnt out which is exactly (laughs) where I was at right then Um, so it's just so crazy that our body like my body was literally screaming at me and talking to me and manifesting exactly what my thoughts and exactly what I was believing and thinking so yes there was the lack of money and the fear of money but I looking back now I know that my lower back uh, injury had a much deeper underlying message just about slowing the heck down (laughs) but I did not listen (laughs) So I kept training six days a week. Um, If I was sore, I'd probably maybe even rest for a day and then I would just go straight back to it or I'd like substitute movements. Um, I wouldn't even, yeah, stop training. Um, I kept working. I kept asking for more shifts, more work, hustling on my online business, like always, always never resting. Um, You would never catch me napping, like no way. Like that was just so lazy to me. Um, I had no time for meditation apparently because I was just such a busy person and always so consumed with the need to be doing more and to just be more than just who I was right Um, and yeah wow this was like really huge for me like I was having breakdowns all the time just like literally I was crying like once a week of just these like breakdowns of overwhelm um I remember literally lying in the sand dunes um, after uh, work one day and my work's beautiful it's it was the compilation of everything going on in my life but I just remember lying in the sand dunes crying just feeling so overwhelmed and just didn't know what to do or how to do it and always just so fearful of the unknown future and and my success which just made me like so much more stressed um and this went on for like quite a while and I started feeling like literally numb like I remember Eth, um, my beautiful partner was literally holding me um while I was uh crying in in my room one day and I just remember being so shocked that I I couldn't even like feel anything it just felt like I wasn't there um uh, yeah and looking back now it, it was that full fight or flight uh freeze mode like I'd fully oh just getting a bit emotional wow <laughs> uh yeah I'd like fully like disconnected from my body um yeah craziness crazy crazy and around July so that was like about six months um I started to develop some pretty interesting experiences in my digestion and this kind of went on for a few months and I kind of just dismissed it, dismissed it. Um, and then like a few months later, I started getting like a lot of pain when passing bowel movements. <laughs> um, and just going to be so open and honest with you guys in case that there are people out there that can relate. Because when I first had this 
well, when I was having this happen to me, I was just so shocked and it felt so scary and I felt so alone in it. So just going to share this in case anyone resonates. Block your ears if you're gross. Um, but essentially just having like a lot of pain when having bowel movements. I was having literally like probably five a day that were not slow, that were not controlled. Um, and they were like massive dashes to the bathroom. Like, um, yeah, it was like bloody Usain Bolt just ready at that, at that bathroom, man. Spe- uh, specifically like right when I wake up, like as soon as I open my eyes in the morning, it's like, need to go. Um, and yeah, that was when like the blood and the mucus, um, developed as well, which sounds really gross, but that was my body talking (laughs) and I still bloody dismissed this (laughs) for quite some time. Like just brushing it off as something that will go away eventually. Um, I reached out to a naturopath and tried a few homeopathic remedies but didn't really experience much luck in sustained change, which looking back now is definitely because I was just trying to, like I said before, like just take like a pill or just take a remedy as opposed to actually creating lifestyle changes. And I remember my naturopath saying like, mm, you should try like no fruit, um, like no sugar. Um, and I, I, think I, didn't, I don't think I did a day and I was like, no, nah, that's too hard. That's definitely not it. <laughs> Um, not that I eat a lot of sugar sugar, but um, I eat a lot of like fruit and berries and things like that. So then come summer, my stress like worsened and um, I still just had the feeling that what I'm doing wasn't enough and I just needed to do more and be more. Um, and this was January. I, yeah, was it was just hectic. I was so, still so stressed and still so overwhelmed. And so I went up north to see my mum and my beautiful family and just treated it like a full retreat. <laughs> I remember arriving and, you know, when you literally just like want to like collapse like into your mum's arms. Literally how I felt. And I, yeah, looking back, this was definitely like my dark night of the soul. Um, That was, yeah, where I felt really unsure um of myself and unsure how to make it back basically um so anyway I had this beautiful week up north with my family disconnecting just reading my book and going for swims I didn't train um and yeah just fully de-stressed and it was so crazy the the blood fully stopped within like two days of being up there yeah it was crazy Um, so yeah, reluctantly came home (laughs) and made some changes. Like I slowed down the amount of training. I think I went down to like four days a week, um, and included some more yoga and meditation and I wanted to like read my book more. Um, but yeah, as soon as I came back, the blood and pain continued So I decided to get some like tests done just to like rule out um, some things and just, you know, because I had mum like, (laughs) and so yeah, got like some bloods, some (laughs) poop samples, (laughs) and a colonoscopy. Oh my gosh. If you've ever had a colonoscopy before, I give you a big cuddle. Um, The actual like mm, procedure is fine because I was sedated, but the time leading up to it. 
cool, man. It's like, wow, yeah. Um, bum wheeze for like 24 hours, guys. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, and you, oh, anyway, reach out to me if you ever <laughs> have are going to have one or you've had one because we are not alone and we do not need to be alone in this. <laughs> um, but yeah, essentially the test came back and they showed me that I have uh, Crohn's and I have like ulcers all in my bowel. The treatment that they um, provide is like steroids and it was very clinical and it didn't feel aligned and I feel like oh Auntie Lou you know oh Louise Hay kind of these kind of gave me the answers which I already knew and yeah when I actually looked at what was causing it and the the mental uh, the mental pattern behind it it all made so much sense so basically according to like Louise Hay's um mental patterns behind all the physical manifestations like stomach problems looks at like dread fear of the new inability to assimilate the new inflammation is fear inflamed thinking diarrhea is fear rejection um ulcers is fear (laughs) and like a strong belief of not being good enough so literally like eating away at yourself uh colitis looks at like insecurity um and the inability to just like let go of that which was over and bowels looks at fear of letting go of the old and what is no longer needed for you (laughs) so wow (laughs) literally yeah all of that just related so strongly to what I was experiencing uh and that year prior like what I was experiencing um so it all just makes so much sense and I think that's why it's so important to look at the physical manifestations that we have in our body and and look at the injuries and the illnesses and actually talk to our body like oh like hey body like amazing thank you so much for showing me this sign like why why are you here what do you need me to know about you what what are you trying to tell me because the body talks the body is a beautiful thing and my body was screaming at me (laughs) uh so yes I create it with these um with this fear and, and insecurity and there not being enoughness, uh, but also on like a scientific level, uh, the consistent uh, trauma or fight or flight response caused so much inflammation in my body. So the stress hormones released during our fight or flight or freeze response activates the body to really pump out inflammatory chemicals, which therefore makes more inflammation. So I was kind of through this loop where I was experiencing... Uh, fight or flight and then I was also thinking the thoughts of not being enoughness and um, that was therefore driving my actions so yeah all coming back down to like my mental patterns basically and crazy enough when they told me all of this I kind of dismissed it for so long I think I didn't want to give it power so I felt really against uh talking about talking about my talking about the blood or talking about the pain or talking about what was going on for me because I thought that if I talked about it I would you know give it power and give it more uh you know control over me but and so basically I denied the treatment um (laughs) well I just didn't go to the appointments oh I feel so bad no it was a good decision for me but um 
yeah I didn't go to the treatments um I didn't take the steroids I still haven't taken the steroids and this was in March this was about three months ago now um and yeah I was basically consuming a lot of Joe Dispenza Louise Hay uh content and I just so firmly created this belief in myself that I could totally heal my body through my thoughts and through my intentions and through my emotions because that is essentially what has created this in my body so if it can has the power to create it who's to say it doesn't have the like I don't have the power to um heal it basically was where I was at so looking at Joe Dispenza content um I started doing a lot of like manifestation around um focusing on the end outcome not the healing journey focusing on how I'm going to feel once I've healed my digestion so I'm going to feel proud I'm going to feel free I'm going to feel excited and I literally have this vision of me telling the doctor um sorry going for my six month check uh checkup which is going to be in three months and for him to be like just look at my scans and be like oh my gosh wow like how did you do this I'm like "Mm, well you know baby just the power of your mind (laughs) um so I think really connecting with that end outcome is really important um, and as well focusing on your thoughts. So Louise has some beautiful affirmations that I literally have opposite the toilet so I can read them in the morning while I'm on the toilet when my brain waves are a little bit slower when I've just woken up. So in terms of like stomach problems, the affirmation is life agrees with me. I assimilate the new every moment of every day all is well. For inflammation, it is, my thinking is peaceful, calm, and centered. For diarrhea, it's, my intake, assimilation, and elimination are all in perfect order. I'm at peace with life. For ulcers, I love and approve of myself. I'm at peace, and I am calm. All is well. For colitis, I am part of the perfect rhythm and flow of life. All is in divine right order. And for bowels, I freely and easily release the old and joyously welcome the new. So these are things that I've started to just to repeat to myself very often throughout the day. Um, specifically, like just after a meditation or just when I wake up or before I go to sleep. So that it's really impressioning my subconscious mind and bypassing the conscious. So what I encourage is that you guys start to become really aware of your body. Be aware of your physical symptoms. Be aware of um, understanding that your body is literally talking to you. And also being aware of what stress feels like for you physically, socially, uh, mentally. Really looking into those signs and those um, messages, basically. So, yes, I haven't done the treatment. And I might just be saying positive things to myself. But some tools that I've also found really useful for lowering stress and the changes that I've made in my life is um I've completely stopped training so I am just giving my body a break from hit and from running and (laughs) running look at me saying that I run okay I went for like three runs this year but fully stopping that (laughs) um and I've just been doing yoga and beach walks and just doing that when I feel like I want to move And with that comes a lot of acceptance of my body changing, which I can still hear 
my little voice popping up every so often but it's just about welcoming it and understanding that it's just there to protect me and just showering it with love because I know that this is the journey that's right for me right now. I have been really focusing on my breathing. So there's a beautiful uh, technique called ocean breathing where you essentially just want to imagine that you're fogging up a mirror but with your mouth closed. So you're breathing in and out through your nose but as you breathe out you're really like constricting the back of your throat with your mouth closed pretending that you're fogging up a glass. So it's like a terribly sorry for those who are wearing headphones in case that was really loud (laughs) Um, but that has been something that I've been implementing throughout my days specifically during like yoga or when I'm you know sitting in traffic or I can feel the symptoms of stress start to arise I really bring it back to my breath meditation is something that has become a non-negotiable for me really taking that time to become familiar with myself and push past the resistance with love so meditation was something I found so hard because I just labeled that I was busy and I just always have a busy mind but it has become such a beautiful part of my daily routine and something that I will just always always have really helping to just quiet down and just give myself that you know 15-20 minutes of stillness throughout my day Then came the lifestyle switches in terms of healthy boundaries and really working out my values and and what I actually want to do and pulling back from things that, um, actually just pulling back from a few things and pulling back from some things that no longer were feeling um, like I needed to, to be there all the time basically. So pulled back from a few things um, of my many different avenues of work and started to spend a lot more time in nature, barefoot, really reconnecting, um, taking my shoes off at the beach as much as possible. Um, Just, yeah, beach walks all the time. Sunrise and sunset are my faves and they just really help me feel expansive and calm, which when I feel stressed and overwhelmed, I feel very constricted So if anyone can relate with that, like getting out to nature where there's no closed spaces just really, really helped me. Um, Also focusing on our reaction to events that are happening to us because events are always going to happen and we can't control them. But for me, really understanding how often I was reacting to situations. So an event would happen and it would flare an emotional response in me that I would just let out and that would cause me more stress and more overwhelm. And so it's bringing it back to my three power questions that whenever I start to feel the spiral, it's like, okay, what is actually happening to me right now? What is my reality? So if I was finding myself stressed and overwhelmed, it was like, okay, what is my reality right now? Okay, I have something due, um, you know, end of the week or I have to, I have work today and then I have, um, you know, someone to call this afternoon. And then it's like, okay, what does that mean to me? Like, I choose the emotional response. Like, okay, this this means that um, I'm going to have to be, I would like to be more conscious uh, pre-planning next time to allow more time for myself. And, and I'm going to choose to react um, more consciously and more aware. And then what are the learnings and lessons that I can take from this? What am I going to do about it? So like I said, I'm going to commit to prioritizing my time a bit better 
and really focusing on filling up my cup first. So those three power questions, what is happening? What does it mean to me? And what am I going to do about it? Have really, really helped as well. And yeah, as well, really focusing on the underlying belief that is creating your stress or that is creating your overwhelm. So for me, my belief was that what I'm doing isn't enough. And that all comes back from little Crystal, who was always striving for what I wanted in a relationship with my um, with my dad. So what I wanted him to say and what I wanted him to do for me. And when it when it didn't hit those expectations or that my you know high standards that I set, um, it felt like what I was doing wasn't enough, and and that I you know am not good enough at what I'm doing basically so I had some coaching around that and I had a NLP belief change done on me uh, which is yeah really really special it's a full subconscious process to rewire the brain and essentially remove a negative belief and install a positive one in your subconscious planting seeds in your mind (laughs) so that was really beautiful um So these are kind of the main tools that I've found useful for stress in terms of like really healing my digestion. I have done quite a full like lifestyle change. As you guys heard, I've stopped training and um, I've also swapped things like cold showers and cold water for warm showers and uh, warm water. Like I'm always drinking warm water now. And my gosh, warm showers are so nice. (laughs) There is such a great benefit for cold showers, 100%, uh, rewiring the stress response in the brain. But for me, how far forward my stress symptoms were, it was really about um, right now I need warmth and I need rest to heal. Um, And I've been changing up my diet a lot as well. And I know that this was all created not from my diet exactly, but we can really use our diet to support. Um, so I've been doing the bean protocol, <laughs> which is essentially just having a lot of white rice. Uh, for me, I've been, you know, so many years having so many fruits and vegetables and colors and um, supplements and, and really almost like looking back now like overdoing it with my digestion and so now I'm just really simplifying it and stripping it all back and just having a lot of really plain foods so white rice just like green steamed vegetables beans and like eggs I've actually started incorporating meat as well which was a huge shift for me after being vegetarian slash vegan for like three years um but just open to seeing how this helps my body um And usually you'd have nuts uh, with the bean protocol as well. But I was finding with incorporating the nuts and the fats, I was still having a lot of the blood and a lot of the, um, a lot of the diarrhea. (laughs) Um, But essentially you're cutting out sugar, dairy, gluten, soy, any processed foods and any like saturated fats. So even like coconut oil and things like that. So huge huge shifts but I feel like I have such a strong why and such a strong reason that I want to focus on that it's really getting me through that but if you have any questions about it definitely let me know I'm going to be 
just manifesting, going to be um, doing a podcast with the lovely Unique who is helping guide me through that as well. So a lot of change and it's been a journey. I'm now almost a year since I started discovering uh, the digestive symptoms, but looking back, I yeah can't even remember the last time well I can't even remember looking back a time when I wasn't living in the fight or flight response like actually understanding all these symptoms in my body and these manifestations in my body they were all talking to me and they were all telling me things and looking back now I'm just so grateful for my body giving me these signs and giving me these symptoms specifically with my digestion even though yeah it's been freaking hard this occurrence has led to me creating such huge shifts in my life and I'm feeling so much more aligned and so much more myself uh, without all the need to do more and be more and um, yeah and to really work myself to the core basically which feels really really cool (laughs) and I just wanted to share this with you guys in case there's anyone out there that is resonating and um, would love to you know have a chat about it and be on the journey together because yeah it can feel pretty weird and alienating <laughs> so yeah I'm here basically and through vulnerability we can really step into our authenticity and then we become more connected to ourselves as well right so yeah just wanted to have a little chat If you guys are curious about any physical manifestation in your body or, you know, you might have some signs of stress or you resonate and you feel super disconnected from yourself as well, like message me and we can have a wee chatty lala about, you know, the underlying root or even just have a chat. Um, I'd love to be able to support how, yeah, and compile the learnings that I've learnt over the last few years, but I... We'll round out this potty with asking the the old question. What is my higher self trying to tell me right now that I may not be listening to? And I actually haven't planned this and I'm just going to answer it right now, which whatever subconsciously comes up. And, ooh, something about confidence. My subconscious is telling me to have more confidence in my ability. Wow, that was cool. It just came as like a little download. <laughs> um, amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and for tuning in. And I really appreciate all the love and all the support. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, night, wherever you are. And keep listening to your beautiful body. Keep loving it. And uh, keep focusing on how you can love yourself more. Lots of love, guys.